Welcome to the Fulfillment Project Podcast. I am Sarah. And I'm Greer. And we turned on the mic a second ago because uh, we were having a conversation and I was like, we got to hit record, we got to hit record. <laughs> and it just happened to turn into a podcast episode. Yeah. So we were sort of talking about, you know, spiritual practices, spiritual embodiment, and what that really looks like on a day to day basis. Yeah. Yeah. And even reflections from our own journey of like the evolution of, you know, having spiritual practices where we're like in the moment I'm being spiritual versus like the embodiment of spirituality just being your life. And so I think you guys being a fly on the wall for this conversation will be really interesting. Yeah. So I hope you enjoy. Let's dive in. You are listening to the Fulfillment Project Podcast. My name is Sarah Funnell, your host, fellow sister seeker, and author of Follow the Joy, the book on aligned manifestation. This show is your spot for spiritual and personal development. It's your soft landing into a place for you to embody your truth and reclaim your sovereign power. I've been a coach for more than a decade, helping thousands of people transform their lives. And I'll be sharing the most effective and profound tools to help you step into the most abundant, joyful, and fulfilled version of yourself. I'm so glad we found each other here today. My promise to you is that this show will support you to live from a fully embodied and aligned space so that you can reach your goals, share your gifts with the world, and step into a life that is truly your own. Take my hand, dear sister, and let's jump in. But it's really interesting how how hard it is to have open and vulnerable conversations and to be fully you and fully present with that. We're, we're just not used to doing it. Yeah. I think that's why it's so hard. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I was saying to you this morning, I woke up and I was like kind of feeling crummy and my, I just was in like this like funky mood this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when it's just like every little thing is like annoying you and I'm like, oh, what's Joe doing? And why is he leaving that out? And he's got like the cupboard open. And I'm just like, grr, like underneath my breath. <laughs> Why are other people existing in my world? Exactly. But I find it, um, I feel like those are the times where we're, we really need to lean on like the work, right? Because I recognize I'm like, okay, I'm being impatient. I'm being grumpy. Like the whole self-awareness is there, right? Mm-hmm. And it's in those moments of um, just not being perfect and having to surrender. I think it brings me back to like, how do you be happy when nothing goes the way you want it to? Oh my God. Right? Like if the only way you can be happy is when life goes exactly according to plan, yeah. your own plan, I might add. Yeah. Uh, not anyone else's plan. Yeah. Is that the only way you can feel okay? Mm. This brings me back to that conversation that you and I have had about spiritual practice and spiritual practicality. Right. Because I remember even when I was embarking on my own journey, I'd be like, I'm going for a hike and I'm going to, this is my spiritual practice. And and when I'm in nature, I feel good. Or when I'm out for my walks or when I'm like listening to something, like this is my time to like feel joy and be at peace. And then you come back to your house and your world and the kids and business and all the things that do and could go wrong um, within a span of a day or a week. And you're just like, God, you just like lose it all. Yeah. And and I was telling you also in the same conversation that, you know, my family has a cottage and it's in the middle of nowhere. There's no electricity and there's no self-service. And look, when I'm there alone, I am the most spiritual person. 
I I've, I've reached enlightenment. Like everything's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. There's no one around. No you. one's around. And then as soon as I drive back into the city, and you know my cell phone goes off, and I have all those unread messages and emails from people that I have been ignoring this whole time. It's like immediately it goes out the window. Yeah. And it takes a while to get used to. Okay, this is this is the world I live in. This is this is the breeding ground for my awakening my true awakening because you can go off you can do these retreats that really do foster yeah you know staying present staying grounded absolutely which is good it's good for you to be able to find that place and know what it's like but you also have to come back into the world and live your life yeah yeah i look at those as kind of like finding a north star and maybe it's even like maybe you go on vacation and you don't have to worry about work or up at the cottage or whatever it is. There's a, a reprieve from all the things that trigger you and all the things that annoy you or the things that you don't like doing or, or whatever. Um, and then when you have that reprieve of like, oh, this is what it feels like to breathe. And this is what it feels like to not have stress. And this is what it feels like to have peace and joy. I think contrast can be so beautiful, but if you're not doing anything to try to bridge that contrast when you're in the trigger, um, that's when you're not really doing the quote unquote work. Mm. And I just want to bring that back to, you know, what you said before about like, I'm going on my spiritual walk. Yeah. Now I mean spiritual. This is me spiritual time. (laughs) You know, I've known people who have a lot of spiritual practices they meditate for hours and hours a day they journal they do cold showers you know they're they have their moments where they are being mindful but then they go out into the world and they're like screaming behind the wheel of their car and they're yelling at people and they're really short with people and you're like well is this what you were learning in, in all of that time yeah yeah, you can have all the crystals and look the part and do, burn all the sage. Burn all the sage. <laughs> Douse your house in sage. But um, I feel the work really comes into play is like when those triggers come up or when we are, um, when that lower self comes into play. Mm-hmm. Where it's, it's really about, okay, so... I found that place of stillness when everything was going right. Can I find that place of stillness when everything is quote unquote going wrong? Yeah. Can I forgive the person who cut me off? Yeah. Can I be patient with my spouse or a parent or a child? Mm -hmm. Um, Can I feel okay amidst, you know, crushing deadlines and just the busyness of life and all the messages on our phone and all the notifications and the news and everything that sort of is designed to pull us out from that, that center. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, and I know we've, we've had a few conversations about this of when it's like a bad day and you don't feel good and maybe you're tired or maybe something has triggered you and you're like, you got all the tools and you're doing all the things, but it doesn't shift you. What is your, like, maybe mindset or perspective? Or is there any, like, self-talk you do to yourself? <laughs> or, Me? Or, is there any self-talk? Or do yes. we, are we just in, like, self-loathing? <laughs> <laughs> so, honestly, sometimes it does, it does get to that point. Um, 
I'm still working on this for sure. I don't know if you're ever like on the other side of. No, I don't think so. I think something's always going to come and try to at least knock you down. But for me, the best thing that I ever do and sometimes forget to do in these situations is accept this is my experience. Yeah. I am having experience that I have labeled as not good, very bad, like a terrible day. I'm not having fun. Can I accept that I'm not having fun? Yes. Okay. It somehow makes it better. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to run from it then. Yeah. Or, or distract yourself or, you know, bury your head in the sand and pretend it's not happening. Um, like, you don't want to gaslight yourself into being like, oh, I love this. This is great. <laughs> well, isn't that the, um, what, what do they call it on, on the internet? Like, toxic positivity or yeah. something? I don't know. That's like a buzzword going around where it's like, everything is great. And the world is like crumbling around you. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, that that's also not helpful. Like, do, you know, yeah. maintain some semblance of reality and go, okay, yeah. I don't like this, but I accept that it's happening. I'm not fighting with it. And just doing that is a world of difference. And I forget to do it all the time. I know. I feel like that so far in 2022 has been my biggest lesson, which is acceptance and being okay with not being okay sometimes. Like I had a really tumultuous, you know, first quarter of, of this year and um, there was anxiety and, and definitely going through some depression and, but accepting it like, okay, this is what I'm experiencing. Not to like ingrain it into myself more or perpetuate it, but not trying to run from it. Cause I've done that so many times in the past. Maybe I'll go to the gym and that'll make me feel better. Maybe I'll go for a walk and that'll make me feel better. Oh, I better start eating clean. Maybe that'll make me feel better. And there's nothing wrong with those things, but I found that when I'm trying to fix something all the time, there's such a hyper focus on running away from the present moment. Mm-hmm. And so I really kind of, found myself just releasing the need to fix it but also asking myself well okay what what would maybe bring me joy right now maybe that's going for a nap and just like shutting down maybe that's you know talking to you Greer about like what's happening and just not trying to run or hide or deny the way I'm feeling but accepting it and leaning into it and it is what it is and yes I'm going to lean on my tools but I'm not doing it in like a frantic manic way to try to like fix something I think you bring up a really great point of the nowness mm. of it. That the work happens now. Yeah. Um, and and you know you can sequester the now to like your morning meditation and your journaling practice and whatever else you do. But really, it's that moment to moment embodiment of what you're learning that makes makes the difference. I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because if you're just, if you do happen to have a bunch of meditation practices and journaling and are doing every therapy under the sun um, and wonder why you're still losing your cool at, at moments, one, you're human, it happens. But two, it's, as you said, bridging that gap between, oh, I found that center. Where can I find it now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
it's funny, like what we were saying of like having all the crystals and having the meditation practice and all the thing. The room we're sitting in right now, uh, when Joe and I moved in here, was a meditation room. Oh, that's we... why it's so zen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, and so it was a meditation room for 17, 18, 19, like five years before mm-hmm. it actually became... Uh, no, maybe more like three years. But anyways, before it actually became um, my office. And when we moved in here, we're like, we're making a meditation room because we're into spirituality. <laughs> and totally like throw myself under the bus. Like we were those people. And like I had like a little like chakra thing on the wall. And it was super zen in here. Um, and we would come in and we would meditate. And we'd bring the kids in here and do some reading and stuff. But it was like only when I was in this room was I, my most spiritual self, like doing the work. And it was many years that it actually took me to like recognize like what the work actually was. Mm-hmm. And it's not that, not so like intentional. I'm sitting down or I'm in this room or in this space to do this thing. But when I'm out in my everyday life, like how can I invite that peace in? When the world becomes your meditation room. Ooh, I like <laughs> right? that. It, well, it, it's realizing that 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 tranquility and that calmness and that peace that you found when you were meditating, that wasn't because of the meditation. That wasn't because of the room you were sitting in or your meditation pillow or your blanket or your, you know, crystals and stuff. It was you. Mm -hmm. And so therefore you can, it's mobile. You can take it with you wherever you go. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that really shifted for me to like, integrate the work and I like that word integration because when you like integrate something you become something was to recognize the things that were throwing me off Mm. and why I was reacting to those like what was that automatic program that's running through my mind that automatically just makes me react this way or why am I triggered in in this sense and I think really looking at your triggers can give insight to uh, the area that you need to do the work in Yeah, and I would just say, so something that Sarah and I do in the Aligned Sisterhood, which if you don't know is our online community of women who are into spirituality and personal growth, is we have a reflection week, which is where, you know, we take stock of the month and and take time to actually look at, okay, what went right, what went wrong, and where am I not looking at things Mm -hmm. that could serve my growth? And I think it's really important to, you know, give yourself credit for how far you've come and and everything that you're going through. The world is not an easy place to live all the time. Um, And just have that space to recenter, refocus and go forward. Yeah. And if, and if your meditation practice happens to be that awesome, if your journaling happens to be that awesome. But I think the, main point is that you can't sequester spirituality into an hour of your day mm-hmm. and that's it yeah yeah it's an embodiment of the person the the things you transcend from yourself that are holding you back from that peace and that joy mm-hmm. and it's nothing outside of yourself it's it's you it's it's you you are the <laughs> answer exactly <laughs> you are always the answer <laughs> Mm. and wherever you go there you are great book by the way i would recommend it wherever you go wherever you go there you are there you are yeah there was um i don't know years ago i was listening to a podcast or a talk or something and one the one things that someone said that really stood out to me was like everywhere you go you take you with you 
And so if, if, if it's a relationship that's not working, well, you, the traits that you have in that relationship that, you know, there's always two in, in every situation you're taking with you which is why many times we see ourselves in like the same relationship pattern again and again, they just look different. Or maybe you end up in the same financial situation again and again, thinking that things will be different. Maybe you end up in the same like career pattern, whatever it is. Um, if there's patterns in your life, mm, there's usually one common denominator yeah. to all the patterns. <laughs> I'm the problem. <laughs> oh, but again, it, it's less about like taking, you know, blaming yourself and going oh i can own this and i can personal responsibility yes yes Yes. first step always if anybody's interested in a community of women um, to support um, their spiritual and personal growth journey Greer and i run the aligned sisterhood you just talked about it a moment ago Um, we would love to support you Every month we do a theme which comes with a deep dive live call that Greer and I uh, teach and share stories on. We do a sister seat call every month where you have an opportunity to come on and speak or just sit and listen and support the other sisters where we share our journey, our challenges, our wins, what we're working through, asking questions. We have an integration week with so many awesome questions and reflections and and music recommendations to help you on your journey um and just so much more uh if you're interested in that we have a link here in the show notes and we would love to support you on your journey we can't wait to see you can't wait